Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Yeah. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and then the little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson, we got a variety of award tiers over there. We got a couple new patrons. Oh, good. However, I did want to shout out real quick, uh, Draft House Games. Yes. They have been uh, a supporter on the Patreon. Pretty much from the get-go. From the beginning. Um, and they have been so supportive. Mm-hmm. And uh, they always send us cool stuff in the mm-hmm. mail. I haven't checked the P.O. box, but apparently. I saw that. They sent us a second WCW so Nitro nice. book. So I have to deal with your duty-covered one. Because I have read mine extensively on the toilet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the loo. Mm-hmm. On the loo, if well, you Well, I mean, the one particular detail you'd add to that is that you did so while you were dealing with some sort of stomach issue. Oh, so it, it's not just like regular poo. <laughs> it's like extreme magmatic poo. Well, I mean, that kicks it up a notch, yeah. Yeah, a couple notches. Yeah. For sure. They sent a second one. That's so nice. They're so unbelievably nice. So, if you don't mind, I'm going to red flag that one here in the office toilet, too, and then I'll give it to you? No. Doesn't work that way? No. That one's, that one's a Larson exclusive. Anyways, getting back to it. Draft House Games. Uh, wanted to return the favor. Uh, Erica Duke over there at Draft House mm-hmm. Games is trying to get this uh, uh, crowdfund started uh, for uh, a store, uh, a film she wants us, uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. called Mark of the Rougarou. Mm-hmm. I have placed a link in the description Right here on this show. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, tweet it out also a little bit later. Yes. But please check it out. Um, She's close to her goal. There's six days left. Yes. And uh, hopefully she achieves it with the help of the friendos. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, good luck with that, Eric. Yes, good luck. And please, friendos, check it out. It it looks super terrific. Like, check it out. Like, Draft House Games, their stuff always has high production values, too. Yes. So, so, yeah, uh, definitely go ahead and check that out. Want to give a shout out to some other patrons that we uh, picked up over the past uh, 24 hours or so. Uh, I'm going to say this name again because I love it. Daddy Fat Stacks. That's a great name. A great name. Tony C. Stepanek or Stepanek. Uh, hopefully uh, one of those readings was correct. Hopefully one of them is correct. Luke yes. O'Shea and Angelina Lichelli. 
Thank you all. Thank you so much for your support. Yes, thank you. Thank you. On thank the you, Patreon. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you, you, all of you watching now here live and eventually on VOD, notice we're doing things a little differently on the Friday news show. Uh, at, <clears throat> we advertise on our YouTube channel uh, live 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yet lately, of late, we've only been doing live Monday through Thursday and doing this late Thursday. We decided why not change it up a little bit. Yeah, like so we've been doing like gameplay stuff on Fridays, but uh, we're going to kind of phase that... On a weekly basis, I'm not going to say out. out. Also, on a weekly basis, yes. Yeah, we're just going to do less but better uh, of the gaming stuff. Uh, we have some ideas in mind for additional content we want to bring to the channel. Yes, and the gaming stuff takes up a lot of time and doesn't really do much for us. Yeah, we want stuff that takes up time that does stuff for us. Exactly, um, stuff that you guys will probably find. So, very starting exciting. next month, August, we're going to you see some changes, some new stuff starting to be rolled out, some stuff. Like the gaming stuff, slowly kind of phased out on a regular basis, yeah, weekly basis. Um, so just prepare yourself for that. We're coming up on the five-year mark for going in raw. Yep, in September. In September, and so we've got some things planned for that. Very exciting things. Very good things. Mm -hmm. More but better. Yeah, good things. All good things. All good, good things. things. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good things. All good stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of good stuff, uh, money. Let's talk money. A E. Yeah, money. Money, money is, is good. good stuff. Money uh, buys happiness. Solves all problems. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, sure. No, not really. It always it always trips me out of people gonna like win the lottery and then end up like in a ditch somewhere dead. Like that that boggles my well, mind. Well, you hear like people win the lottery, then everybody starts coming out of the woodworks asking them for money. Yeah, that's got to be huge stress. Here's the thing: like in most states, you have to publicly accept your your lottery winnings. Oh, you can't go in. You can't do it on the hush. Yeah, which is kind of lame. I believe California is one of those states. You got to go through the ceremony, the pageantry, giant check, all that. Yeah. Well, I like the giant check. I just don't want my my picture. I'd I'd wear a ski mask. Yeah, <laughs> I just put on. A well, ski can you deep fake yourself at your own uh, <laughs> right. your own ceremony? Yeah, I'd use your face as my deep. Oh, fake. don't use my face. People would be like, use your your face. Be like, face. hey, why does like? <laughs> I just look like super old. Yeah, exactly. I'd use Hilton's uh, face app face. There you go. Why does old Hilton just want a giant check? Steve here, age forty one. <laughs> why does it look like he's one hundred forty one? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, we're doing this live. Uh, WWE financials. They oh, exciting their, stuff. Yeah, it did. They didn't collapse. They didn't. That's good. That's good because uh, like all the McMahons, save for Shane, I think, they all sold a bunch of stock in advance. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> Insider trading. Well, I, I don't know the exact definition of that. So you can't, I can't really comment on that. So WWE had their quarter two financial call yesterday, and oh man, things are looking down. But before we get into the always exciting charts and graphs, numbers. Mm, we're not doing that here. Let's talk a bit about some of the other info and company dropped. Vincent company dropped, sorry. Especially related to the recent changes in addition to W Creative, namely Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff. That's what Vince had to say. Transcripts are courtesy of Seeking Alpha. Quote, do you want to do this all in Vince yeah. voice? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll all see right, what I can right. do. <clears throat> One of the things that we've done is to hire two executive directors, <clears throat> one for Raw and one for SmackDown. And in doing so, it allows me to look at a longer-range story, our standpoint, and also spend more time on talent development and not get into the weeds as much as I had to do in the past. I'm going to pause here for a second. So uh, in case you couldn't hear what I was saying because I was doing my Vince voice, he says, it allows me to look at a longer-range longer story, our standpoint, and also spend more time on talent development and not get into the weeds as much as I had to do in the past. Now, 
There are reports coming out. Yeah, Meltzer said he just rewrote SmackDown. Just this past Tuesday, SmackDown, and maybe he's saying for in the future he's not going to have to do this. But four hours prior to the show going live, he was rewrite. Or was it at four p.m.? I it forget. Was 4 what it was. PM. It was four p.m. He was rewriting Which is SmackDown. On the East Coast, so that was four hours in advance of the show. Yeah. 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 He was still writing SmackDown. No, the way I read it, it was like at four p.m. He decides you start writing. Oh, okay. Smackdown. Even better. Yeah. So that is deep into the weeds, man. It really is. That's so much weeds right there. I'll continue here. Okay. Give, your, give your voice a rest. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, we've seen a big uh, result already. He continues later on. We have definitely turned the corner again. As I've mentioned, we have uh, executive directors with each brand now. They're going to grow in a more in a more in depth. I think, notwithstanding that, we spent more time on storylines, good ones, and also talent development. It's a combination of a lot of things on the things as far as coming together and what I guess I'll call it a relaunch in terms of our content. Mm, it's not. No, man, it's not. It's just because the bottom line is everybody knows it, it all still comes down to him. Yep. You know, like Paul Heyman could turn in like an immaculate Emmy contending script for yeah, Monday yeah. Night Raw. He could be up there with the likes of The Wire, Deadwood in terms of <laughs> the narrative inventiveness. Star Trek Enterprise. The and he depth still of has, writing. And he still has that red pen of his that I'm assuming he carries with him. Ah, get rid of all this. What is this 20 woman, 20 minute woman's match? Cut it down to three and give it a wonk finish. And yeah, so it comes and complains and it's given a note uh, you must do as, as, as directed by VKM. Exactly, yeah. So anyways. Uh, he, he talks a bit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no. He, like you are about to say, he talks about uh, what this creative relaunch is going to look like. And he continues. We're going to be a bit edgier, but still remain in the PG environment. We've just come anywhere close actually to go into another level. That's an odd sentence. We've just come anywhere close. I don't know what that means. So that will be something we will do in terms of direction of content, more controversy, better storylines, etc. But at the same time, we're not going to go back to the bold attitude era and we're not going to do blood and guts and things of that nature, such as being done on perhaps a new potential competitor. <laughs> AEW. Yeah. We're just not going to go back to that gory we graduated from. And again, a more sophisticated product. Again, attracting much better writers and attracting better management things of that nature. So again, I feel really good about it. Uh, and that's when he speaks about the competition. Yeah. AEW. He doesn't refer to them by name, but no. everybody knows what he's talking about. Yeah. As far as competition is concerned, competition is good for everyone. Do you think he believes that? No. His nose just got way bigger. I think that's generally the case. Although, again, we're hoping that to the extent that they are competition, Man. that they don't continue on blood and guts and gory things that they have been doing. And I can't imagine, I can't speak for it, but I can't imagine TNT would put up with that. Is this one of those things where he realizes that's going to do really well for them and says, oh, I hope they don't do it in, in the hopes that they listen to him and don't do it because he thinks that could actually be a competitive advantage for them? Well, number one, I don't know. I mean, I know he's referring, I guess, to the unprotected chair shot. Well, that and, and, and Dustin. The, uh, yeah, the, the, the Dustin stuff. The Dustin stuff. Which is probably the only two things he's seen. Probably someone came into his office. Oh, Vince, you got to check this out. Yeah. And he's seen it. He's like, well, what is this? Well, it's a five-star match that you could have put on ages yeah. ago. At any, at any like, of three WrestleManias. Yeah. And he elected not to, and it was really great, and everybody loved it. It was an awesome bit of storytelling there with the blood. You can't get advertised if someone's bleeding that much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, just just for, for the fact that it was the first time 
that Vince has publicly really acknowledged AEW. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah. And then kind of put my blast for being so quote unquote bloody. It's well, been two matches. He's gotta find something to go after. Two and, matches. And it's funny because even Tony Khan, uh, in one of the I forget, one of the little post press conferences that he did, uh, for one of the shows, I think it was I, I forget if it was double or nothing or if it was after uh fighter fest and he said that he, no he they don't plan on on oh for tv yeah for tv to to do that yeah it's gonna um, be something for pay-per-views yeah exactly they'll kick things up a notch for pay-per-view but yeah but, which uh, makes total sense keep it relatively uh, brand safe for their yeah. weekly television we'll get to that more i later. just love that he called it blood and guts <laughs> like nobody gory stuff I nobody's know. getting opened up no no there are no sickles none this is an F- fmw yeah for no God one's getting sake. disemboweled on a on a, a aew television it's pretty silly it is pretty silly to describe things to, to that extent like someone's getting drawn and quartered or something like mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. it's nothing to that degree yeah but no the uh Just one way we're chair shot busted cody open otherwise we'd, we'd be talking about one incident mm-hmm. and that's it yeah yeah but uh, Vince will be Vince. Let's talk a little bit about the money stuff. I oh, yeah. This can be I bit, can't wait. This can be a bit dry sometimes. That's why I kept it short. Okay, money stuff. Basically, everything was down across the board for quarter two um, compared to uh, the same quarter 2018. It seems like it seemed like things were going to be real bad in advance of Thursday's call because Vince, Stephanie, Triple H, um, as well as Kevin Dunn and George Berrios all sold stock mm-hmm. um, uh, in advance of the announcement. So, uh, you, you know, when we saw that, we thought, oh, man, it must be bad. Ooh, it must be bad, yeah. What if they, they this, this was like a, a crazy, like, Fox scenario where they realize, okay, if we sell stuff, people would think, oh, this is going to be, like, sky is falling. yeah. But when it's not, yeah. it's setting expectations, lowering expectations. So when it's not as bad as people think it might be because we sold a bunch of stock in advance of this call, people were like, oh, it's not that bad. Stock will go up. Because they sold some, but not like a crap ton. It was like yeah. in the tens of thousands or something like that. Yeah, so Triple H, I th- think, still owns 110,000 shares. Yeah, I think he sold 17 or something like that. He sold he sold uh, enough for about 1.2 or 1.3 million. Okay, Stephanie did, I think, around the same. All right. Um, I forget how much events sold. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly um, But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Obviously, they were preparing for, for bad, for, for a drop. And, in fact, the stock, the stock Actually rebounded went and went up. Yeah. It's, it's, last I checked, it was like $78, $79. Yeah, it was uh, under it went 70. went down to 69 68 actually. Went 68 Under 69 nice. uh, And while the numbers weren't great, they maybe weren't as awful as anticipated because WB stock actually went up after Thursday's call. Just well, there, yeah, I mean, if you compare it to the last uh, quarterly financial call where Vince sort of came up with the excuse, oh, our talent were injured. We had so many injuries, and that's garbage, why excuse. ratings are down. There was really no – there was no similar, like, excuse. Instead, he was looking forward, hey, we've hired some executive directors. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, and we're looking at a relaunch. So it kind of, once again, pushes the pushes it down the line. Yeah. You know? Uh, here's a few particulars. Again, I'm not going to get into specifics, just kind of generalities. Uh, Raw and SmackDown ratings were down 14 11% respectively from the year prior. Uh, a live events attendance was down about 6%, and merch sales were down about 13%. So the prior uh, financial uh, report, they were down 20% year over year. Yeah, I think so. And now, and in this corner, it's 13% yeah. year over year. Yeah. yeah. And they said, I, I do recall a bit of that was, because live attendance was down, they sell a lot of merch at live shows, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that accounts for some of it. Part of, one like the major drop for the uh, merch sales was uh, licensing, so they're selling less toys. Yeah, right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, despite all that, WWE still turned a profit. Man, I tell you what, though, what? Uh, they're going to experience. Uh, I'm telling you, 
hand over fist profit when they get those WWE X He-Man. Yeah. Did you see the Masters of the Universe crossover? Yeah, yeah that's pretty neat. That looked ridiculously cool. You're going to buy all those. Holy moly. That uh, was a big mark for He-Man back in the day. I know. You were a huge, huge fan. He-Man fan. Yeah, man. Uh, so WWE ended up bringing in about $269 million in revenue for the quarter. Not too bad for a company that's on its way out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, also, prior to Thursday's call, WB announced that WB Network would start rolling out a relaunch of its own. That's already happened. You can see the early stage of that. Uh, I haven't actually uh, played around with it any, but uh, uh, our, our good friend O'Pulse, CM Pulse, mm-hmm. posted some uh, screenshots on Twitter. He had some praise for it, yeah. 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 Um, apparently, the search works way better. Yeah. Uh, you can jump around uh, shows much easier. Don't worry about fast-forwarding through stuff. Like older pay-per-views, you can already kind of do that, but more recent stuff. I think I, so I looked at it on the Fire Stick this morning, and it looked the exact same. Are they? I don't, think, I don't know if it's rolled out in every platform yet. Okay, all right. That's one thing I did. All right, gotcha. Uh, but they also mentioned during the conference call on Thursday that the long-rumored tiered subscription uh, system isn't on the horizon. They didn't uh, say what this uh, VIP uh, subscription tier would look like what additional content you would get, what additional features, but apparently it is on the horizon. Mm, okay. um, there's still uh, upgrades to the network that are uh, being planned to rolled out, being rolled out over the next several months. Well, that's cool. So will we get Evolve on a regular basis on the network? I hope maybe. so. I hope so. That in progress, maybe. That'd yeah. Be cool. That would be cool. That would be neat. That would be neat. Um, so what's the mood like backstage in the midst of all this? According to WrestleVotes, quote, sources say backstage at TV this, this week there was an overall great feeling. Almost like a refreshing vibe. Well, I did notice that they, like a lot of people were, were there, were present. Like uh, Chelsea Green was there. Uh, Mia Yim was there. Like, like a lot of people. Were, yeah, were, made the drive over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know. They were all wearing like, you know, party clothes. Seemed uh-huh. like, it seemed like a jovial attitude. Yeah, yeah. Atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the attitude and demeanor of the legends at Raw was that of appreciation. This is a change from recent weeks, which can only be considered a good thing. That's good. Maybe they're all feeling, hey, we're all in this together. They're doling out these massive five-year contracts with lots of money behind them, mm-hmm. so people really shouldn't have too much of a reason to be uh, malcontent. Money doesn't buy everything, man. Uh, yeah, I know, but you know, when you take a look, for example, the club, it's like you're right. Money doesn't buy everything, but they gave them a lot of money and they're putting them on TV. Yes, so and you I know, think that's that's kind of the key. They, people want to do stuff. People want to be, be involved. They, they want to be, be involved. Exactly involved. If they can find a way to do that, then that will generally make people happy. I think so. Yeah, just as much. Maybe not more. What so if there are people backstage who are like, "Man, really? I got to wrestle this week? Crap! I just like picking up that." I thought that paycheck made wrestling once a week at a house show. I want to start my YouTube gaming channel. Down, down, up, up. I want to start my own Twitch stream. <laughs> I want to co-host streams from uh, uh, AAA. AAA, exactly. And now Impact. I want to be on Going In Raw. Speaking of a uh, wrestling company that actually has a TV deal. Oh, by the way, put- no. Huge, huge announcement also. We have secured the presence of one Luchando, oh, a.k.a. Yes. Hilton. He's going to be unmasked. Wait, what? He's going to be demasked. You know he's not going to have his mask on. Well, no, Luchando got a mask. I don't know this Hilton conversation is about, though. Hilton is going to be there. No, Luchando is going to be there. He's not going to be wearing the mask. Therefore, he's Hilton. You take the mask off uh, uh, El Hijo del Fantasmo. He's still El Hijo del Fantasmo. Take the mask off La Sombra. He's Andrade. You take no, the he's mask not. Off he was Luchando. still La Sombra. He was only Andrade. He became a WB man. Listen. Luchando's going to be here. August 3rd. Fine. Luchando. Steve Larson. Have we confirmed our fourth guest? Uh, not officially, but I, 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 I'm, I feel pretty good about it. All right. Well, there might be a certain grizzly Maybe. person here in the house as well. Might have a four-man co-streaming. That's right. In this, in this case, August 3rd, Triple Mania, 
if things go the way we hope they do, which is tenuous at best. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we don't know technology. Uh, you'll be able to watch Triple Mania while we're watching it on the same screen. This isn't going to be just us sitting there no, on a couch. This is us sitting on a couch in one little small window, and the rest of the window is going to be Triple Mania. And the rest of the window is going to be Triple Mania. Yep. Co-streaming, man. Yep. Woo! Yep. Hot. Hot yep. action. Yep. Let's talk yep. about another hot action yes. right now. All Elite Wrestling All Elite TV. Wrestling. Yes, Wednesday, uh, All Elite and TNT announced that uh, AEW's first TV show will air live Wednesday, October 2nd from the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. Apparently, that was the home of several Starcades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the final, Yeah, the last Starcade. And then the Hogan Sting one. The Hogan, the biggest one, the Hogan Sting yeah. one, yeah. Uh, this is what uh, Warner's press release had to say. Quote, Warner Media announced today that the new professional wrestling league all Eat Wrestling AEW began airing as two-hour weekly matches on TNT. Well, the matches are going to be two hours long? That's some serious wrestling. On, T on, T on TNT on Wednesday, October 2nd from 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. Well, that's like an old-timey phrase, isn't it? Like, I'm going to the matches. Maybe. I'm going to, I'm going to go see the matches. I just feel like someone who wrote this press release doesn't know anything about wrestling. <laughs> probably don't. Here's a question, though. Is this going to air on tape delay like WB does? Are they going to do this like WCW used to do, where it was live across the entire country. So it's 8 p.m. Eastern, but 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I would I would speculate that they would do the same thing WWE does now. Like, if you're lucky enough to have... If you're on the East Coast, you actually get to see it live. If you, yeah, and if you're on the West Coast, if you have, like, hopefully Xfinity will give you... Sometimes the their streaming yeah. their streaming app, you yeah. get the East Coast. That's what I do. I think it would be pretty cool if they did it live nationwide. I think it would be awesome. Uh, the highly anticipated action-packed matches will take place in different cities across the nation each week on Wednesday, starting in Washington, D.C. at the famed Capital One Arena, right in downtown Washington, D.C. That's my own editorial. Uh, ticket pricing and on-sale date for the televised live event will be announced on Monday, July 29th, 12 p.m. Eastern, uh, via AEW's social media platforms. Are we going to go to this? Uh, where is it? D.C. Oh, man, yes. When is this? October? Yeah, I'm down. Okay. I, I think I'm down. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. On the other hand, like, shouldn't we be here, like, live streaming it so that people can watch it with us? Okay, or, or is TNT going to allow us to co-host a stream? <laughs> no. I know. This is, uh, this is actually, I actually wanted to do this instead of, like, rather than uh, double or nothing. If, if I mean, all like, out? Uh, I don't know. When it was coming up, I thought this would oh. be a bigger deal. Yeah, yeah. When it was all coming up, I was like, first first TV taping. So, man, yeah, that's something we really have to talk about. Yeah. We really have to talk about. 
maybe it'll be an opportunity to reach out to that one company, see if we can get a sponsorship. That's good. That's so good we don't idea. have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, we should do that right but away. I would definitely love to go to, I've, I've, I've not been to DC since I was like a little kid. Oh yeah, it's uh, great. I know you've been there. You went for the uh, Barack's inauguration. I did, and then my, my brother lives out in the area. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I've been out there a couple times. I would love to do some sightseeing out there. Hell yeah, man. I'm a big fan of that. I can't recommend stuff. the National Portrait Gallery enough. Really? It's yeah. awesome. Okay. The, the, but I went there during the inauguration, so they had all the presidential portraits up there. So that was maybe, I don't know if that's a regular feature or not. Yeah. Oh, But it was super cool. Oh, Everything went to was super cool. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, but what are TV insiders expecting for all Elite's TV debut? According this is to interesting. Melser yeah. on a recent Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, something in the ballpark of 400,000 to 500,000 viewers. I don't know where he got these numbers from. Um, well, I mean, he's like their official insider spokesperson. Kind of. We'll get to more of that later <laughs> in a little bit here. I would think that's kind of low. Oh, I think they're probably setting their expectations super low. They've been. They've, that's kind of been their pattern. Yeah. All lead. They're 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 very quick and very good at tempering expectations. Yeah, and then they completely destroy them. Even if they had reasonable expectations, they've been destroying them every time yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. What was it like sixty, seventy? That it was like. What was the amount of people that like were trying to get tickets? Was it as high as a hundred for all out? Yeah, seventy five. I think seventy five thousand. Yeah, um, enough that in theory they could have sold out a stadium. Right. You had seventy five thousand people waiting to buy a ticket, accommodations, a plane ticket. I think that I think the math on this is going to be way higher. I think they're going to. Well, here's crack the thing: there's seventy five people, seventy five thousand people in line. There's not taking into account how many tickets they're planning on buying. Yeah, sure. If there was, I don't know if there's a four or six ticket limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if someone's in line waiting to buy tickets for their whole par- entire party, yeah. that could up the actual number of ticket requests. Right, yeah, even sure. Even higher than the 75,000. That's yeah. just the number of people waiting in line. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Um, this is what uh, Mel started to say in The Observer this week about uh, what we can expect from all elite TV. Quote, the goal right now is to run 100 to 120 live events per year. Probably four pay-per-views, 51 television shows, and many uh, Saturday night house shows, and on occasion more than one house show a week. But with the idea that in spreading the talent out, the top talent does maybe 75 matches a year, a number hopefully to keep their ability to work great matches high, since that's probably more of a key goal is high match quality on top as compared with any other promotion. Well, there's NXT and that, whatever. Yeah, Cody had uh, some comments about that. I don't know why. I don't know why Melser doesn't, like, I don't know. What's what? What he says? The uh, key goal is high match quality on top, as compared with any other promotion like NXT. Like that's kind of their goal is to have a uh, high match quality, like across the board. Yeah, he also had like sort of a throwaway line about NXT, where he kind of like, I don't know, which is weird because he's been a big NXT fan lately because essentially NXT is PWG from like two years ago, mm-hmm. and he said something along the lines of the the rosters are comparative at the top. And I was like, man, NXT's depth is so insane, though. Like, I, I, I honestly think that it sort of outmatches AEW by a long shot. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he's so, like, he, he's, I don't know, man. I, I think that it's obvious in his writing and in, in reading The Observer that there is some, some internal conflict there with Dave Meltzer. Yeah, maybe. He's, he's experienced an existential crisis. Maybe. When, like, his best friends, people who literally named him, like, their finishing move after him, uh-huh. are experiencing wild success. Like, I can only imagine it's probably difficult to deal with internally. Yeah, maybe. You know? 
Um, so yeah, I, sometimes I read too much into that. But uh, no, Cody had some had some statements about that. I don't have them in front of me, but he, to paraphrase, he said he said something like that echoes this: the well being of our wrestlers is paramount. Yeah, um, and, and as well it should be. So, um, so they're looking to have their top talents wrestle about half the number of matches that yeah. typical top of the card WB uh, wrestlers. I think I, I saw somewhere that Baron Corbin just wrestled his hundredth match of the year. Okay, and yeah. I think that's the most in the company so far. It is, and yeah, following behind him is uh, uh, the revival, mm. which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been putting, especially on house shows, you know, during the early part of the year, they were doing like half hour long matches with Rude and Gable and stuff. I know. And so. t- on top of that, not only are they doing really long matches, but evidently a pretty high quantity of them because they're just behind Baron Corbin in the mm-hmm. number of matches. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. It is interesting. You wouldn't think Baron would be the workhorse of the company on a, uh, you look at it from like the, the macro level, including house shows. I know, but it's also kind of not surprising. It's like that year Jinder had the most matches. Well, he was champion that year. Yeah. He kind of has to. Yeah. You have have your champion on the card every day. But Baron Corbin, I mean, similarly, he's like heavily featured. Yeah, but also Baron. so heavily featured. He doesn't. Like Seth wrestles a style I can see taking a toll on your body. Mm -hmm. You know, he does all the jumping and suicide dives and stuff like that. Whereas Baron, he doesn't do any diving or jumping. Yeah, not as much. I might not be as. I mean, wrestling's going to take a toll on your body. What was it? How many? I I forget. How many matches was the year Dean had like the most? It was over 200. Because they were like sending him. He's doing like some days two shows a day. Daniel Bryan one year wrestled like 225 matches. Oh my God. Yeah. Or something close to that. It was an obscene number. Crazy number. Yeah. Here, let's talk about this real quick because I think this is just amusing. Okay. So uh, uh, this is from Pro Wrestling Sheet. Um, and it, uh, Scott Hall was on Xbox podcast and they were talking about, Ooh, I got to listen to that. The, yeah, that should be great. The segment of course, between DX slash outsiders and the OC. And, uh, uh, first of all, they did confirm the initial reports that Ricochet was, was supposed to be in that spot, but mm. couldn't do it because of an elbow uh, mm-hmm. injury. Um, and then they go on to say how, uh, Pac, X-Pac and Hall, they had an issue with the segment because they thought it would come across as, as the old timers bearing the OC, and uh, they actually uh, address, uh, vocalized their concerns, mm. and were apparently overruled. Oh, wow. I don't know by whom they didn't mention. This is what uh, uh, Vince. Scott Hall had to say. "Quote: People didn't don't realize that is that everybody in that room when it was presented to us said, well, geez, kind of bearing those guys. It was addressed and it was overruled.' And then X Pac added." We said it. It's just like, what are we gonna do? Say no. We're gonna. We're not gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. The click are talking about not wanting to bury, not wanting to bury people. Well, you know, they're old, wiser. Yeah. You know, Scott Hall has a pacemaker. I mean, say Xbox said he's done with wrestling too. I saw that. Unless yeah. it's like a mania match oh, or yeah. something in NXT. He yeah, said yeah. he would tag with Matt Riddle. Yeah, which would be great. Everybody loves Matt Riddle. Oh, he's 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 awesome. Seemingly, he's the best. But here's the thing. Even when the clique were at their peak of politicking and, and trying to you know uh, get to the top of the card on a daily basis, mm-hmm. they always had good minds for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, they, just in, in their heyday, they used their good minds for the business strictly for their own advantage. Yeah. Nowadays, they're removed from the business from a day-to-day basis. They don't have to worry about getting themselves over. Yeah, but they always liked. I mean, so they didn't stick specifically to necessarily the click. Like, they liked. They no, just, no, I think they had a, they had a good mind for like who was good, and they were all the good people in the company at the time. Yeah, you look at what Hall and Nash did over in WCW. They were putting over guys like Dallas Page who because can, they liked them. What they liked them. If they liked you, they'd help you. Yeah, exactly. But they also liked people who were good. You know, I mean, were, was there ever an instance of them putting over somebody who like wasn't 
good or them not putting over something like they didn't like nobody liked apparently Shane Douglas. I liked Shane Douglas, but I'm not sure if I was actually watching in a fan in 95, if I would have been a fan of the Dean Douglas. Yeah, character. you probably wouldn't have. Probably. It was not a good gimmick. I don't think anybody was. But it wasn't so much the Dean Douglas gimmick they had an issue with. It was just they didn't like him. I don't think anybody did, though. I mean, seemingly, like, didn't, like, Yokozuna, like, wasn't there a story about Yokozuna on a bus? And he looks at, like, freaking Shane Douglas and says, I don't see the big deal about you, like, in front of everybody. Wow. I think that might have been a story that Scott Hall told in a shoot interview. Wow. I mean, I guess grain of salt, but still. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know what the deal was with that. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know either. I forget was Bob wasn't was was Bob Holly uh he he just seems like a grumpy guy period so I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he just didn't like it why was Bob Holly not at Raw reunion where has he been he's never on those things uh isn't he still wrestling is he I thought he I looks saw. great yeah he looks pretty much the same he looks literally the same yeah. he looks like the same person yeah my goodness gracious yeah he does look like the same person yeah I really need to listen to that I love listening to anything Scott Hall is oh hell yeah man. We're like, we don't want to bury them. <laughs> Apparently, he was at the performance center this week doing some guest instructing. Oh, that's awesome. Here's how you cut a promo. Yeah, imagine. You get a toothpick and you put it in your mouth. And you start out by saying, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. People really like surveys. <laughs> you ever filled out a survey? <laughs> you know, WWE sends out these surveys all the time. You'd think I had a hand in them, but I did. <laughs> Another one for the network. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some depressing stuff real quick. All you right, got, all you right. got that sad mugshot. Yeah, right this here. is Jimmy Uso, Uso's mugshot. Come we can talk on, about this man. briefly. Stop with the drinking and driving. Well, this is the first time he's got arrested for that. His brother got arrested for it before. <laughs> oh, whoops. It was the other one. My yeah, bad. But he got arrested prior because he squaring up. Squaring up with the cop taking his shirt off. While he was drunk. Yeah, but he wasn't driving in that instance. Okay. Naomi was Naomi driving. Naomi was driving. Anyways, uh, there's some uh, additional details about his arrest. For a DUI and unlawful speeding Dewey. in Pensacola, Florida. So apparently, this all kicked off at one. Th- this is from a, a Wrestling Observer. Uh, apparently, everything kicked off from the illegal side at 1:30 in the a.m. when there was an off-duty cop uh, noticed that uh, it was a vehicle driving over 100 miles an hour and then drifting on the road, yes. not safe. Yeah, dude, that's not good. Uh, apparently, uh, this car. Eventually pulled into the parking lot of a sports bar, but by the time it on duty, so, I'm sorry. Wait a second. It might have believed that he was uh, driving drunk to a bar. I mean, if you want to make that connection, I guess you can. <laughs> uh, but then, by the time an on duty cop arrived, uh, left, I guess the, the 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 deputy later caught up with the car on a different highway, and it was going 86 in a 45 zone. That's way too fast. And it came close to hitting another vehicle. Oh, my goodness. Um, car was pulled over. He said, uh, again, this is according to the news- newsletter, the deputy noted that, quote, Fatou had issues holding his license, registration, and proof of insurance. He had bloodshot and watery eyes, droopy eyelids, dilated pupils, and slow, slurred speech, according to the deputy. Damn. And deputy could also smell booze from the car. Ouch. Um, uh, asked... Jimmy Uso to step out several times uh, when he did, apparently unsteady. And then uh, I guess the deputy said, hey, come over here to a flat uh, area's parking lot, do a field sobriety test. Um, initially, Jimmy agreed, but then uh, apparently once they got there, he was seemed confused, didn't know what was happening. You ever done, uh, you never done that, the uh, backwards ABCs? Mm-mm. Putting your Well, I've never had to on, because I was pulled over by a cop. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, I've never had to. I have. Wow. 
Yeah. That's I was I was stone cold sober though. Oh, that's good. I was dancing my way through that. I was yeah. like, oh, he pulled me over because this. of a busted taillight. Because he asked me, he was like, where are you coming from? I was like, I'm coming from that bar over there, but I didn't drink anything. Yeah. And he's like, okay, why don't you step on out and uh, do this? I was like, no problem. Z-Y-W-X-N, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was doing it like Z-Y-X-W. U? V. No, V. Then U. U-T-S-R-Q. Yeah. P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-I. H H G E D No F E F E D C B A. But I was doing it while I was doing this stuff. It was great. You're staying on one foot while you're doing all this? I was doing the so fresh, so clean dance. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyways, uh, uh it all led to, to Jimmy Uso getting arrested for DUI. Apparently became uncooperative. Um, then he got in the police car and then said he was uncomfortable on that police car and wanted to talk to another police officer. Is there a more plush car, please? Doubtful. Sir. Um, and then this last little detail. Quote, the arresting officer said he had to roll down his back windows due to the overwhelming, overwhelming smell of alcohol in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And the WB issued a statement. Quote, Jonathan Fatu was responsible for his own personal actions. It's a blanket statement. Whenever a talent these days is arrested for anything booze-related. So, Larson, that brings up the, the, the question, how far can you go before you get fired by WWE? I think isn't I think probably, you know, murder or, like, sexual assault. You know, like, that. that's crossing the line. Yeah. Anything before that, I think you're probably... Assault on like an old person, maybe. Yeah, someone got into a fight with like Gerald Briscoe backstage. Oh, beat yeah. him up. They'd be fired. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's assault on an old person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But uh, I would hope at least this is something too- that makes you, from a PR standpoint, pretty untouchable. Because then it's like you're not really going to worry if AEW's going to pick him up, are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, these days they're going to let you get away with a lot. Probably. But I mean, this is this when the, within the last year this is uh, Jimmy's second uh, alcohol related incident. Mm-hmm. First DUI, but nonetheless, uh, I'd hope someone at least go up and talk to him and say, "Hey, you got to deal with this." Yeah, no kidding. Like that's what Uber's for. Holy moly. I know. You know, I mean, you especially can... they just signed huge new contracts. Yeah, get a driver. I know. Just get a buy a driver. I'm sure you can probably afford somebody who's like $45,000 a year. Mm. You know, just get a driver. Yeah, I mean you don't have to do that. You can, you don't have to spend that kind of money. Just get a lift. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you want to go to from bar to bar to bar? Just yeah. get a lift. Yeah, get those what party the vans. Like they're party. younger than us. Like they're the kids are supposed to know this stuff these yeah, days. No, that's crazy. It is crazy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm get it. I'm going to a wedding tonight. There's a good chance I'm gonna be Ubering home. Yeah, lifting home. Very responsible. You know, it's just, it's, it's like, oh, I've had a couple beers. I don't want to spend $10,000 on a, yeah, duty. why risk it? Right, exactly. And it's not just the money you'd have to spend. It's also, you're putting your life and other well, people's lives yeah, in danger. That, that's the biggest thing here is, boy, that is a beautiful shoe. Go up. That right there. Yeah, no, they're on sale that too. That's beautiful. How much? It's only 60 bucks. No, $90. $90? They look good. Boy, those are pretty shoes. They are pretty. Anyways, <laughs> looks like, like Enterprise nacelles in the back. Um, yeah, no, look at that. No, I mean, well, part of it, you know, they said he came close to... This is kind of the it. official shoe of WWE wrestlers. Like, everybody has a pair. Not of this particular colorway, but that, that shoe. That's beautiful. That's what Drew was wearing in the ring when he was reffing. Are the they ring. comfy? Yeah, they're all right. I've tried a pair on. All right. Uh, it's yeah, Air Max 270, by the way. He, like, almost hit somebody. Yeah. 
That's that's not cool. Yeah, you're really do that. You you're do really freaking playing with fire there, man. That's not cool. Can't do it. That's not cool. Should be doing that. While I was gone, uh, didn't uh, Jeff Hardy get arrested for public drunkenness? Yeah. Public. That's different. If you're just hanging out in a park and you're like drunk. I don't really think that should be uh, uh, like an arrestable offense. We were driving around Edinburgh. I don't think it is in the UK. We were driving around Edinburgh. We saw this dude. <clears throat> there was a ton of people out there just obviously just drinking and just walking home. You know, and they're well, just I having guess a good time. I wonder the situation. Uh, I forgot where exactly he was at. Where if you're, if you're drunk in public but you're cool, like you're not causing a ruckus, you're not mm-hmm. bothering anybody, mm-hmm. they'll let it go. Mm-hmm. But if you're drunk in public and you're bugging people, oh yeah, then yeah. you're going to get you're going to get ticketed for it. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Like if you're drunk in public and just Was cool. he like dropping twists of fate on people? I don't know. Swanton bombs Swanton? on everybody. So I'm trying to enjoy a lovely dinner in the waterfront there in South Carolina. <laughs> he gets up on the balcony. He gets on the awning of this particular establishment right through the table. <laughs> it's like this is a very a fine lobster tail. Yeah. I can't eat it now because you dropped a swanton on it. On the other hand, that's like being front row. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, the difference is when that happens, you pay for that ticket. You know what you're getting into. Do you think when Jeff Hardy went up and did the swanton onto the restaurant table, he said, this is for the juggalos and juggalettes? No, he didn't do that. He just did this. <laughs> Shouldn't make fun of that. He's, he's this is, again, twice in what, a year and a half, he's got arrested for drink-related things. And considering his history of substance abuse. Was his first, was that about. one, like, the before this? Was that for drinking? Was that driving? That was drunk driving, yeah. Oh, he can't be doing that, man. Yeah. Get a lift. Yeah. Just get a lift. Again, shouldn't make light of it because he's had <laughs> serious issues in the past. Oh, yeah, for sure. He tried to wrestle Sting all messed up. Yeah. That didn't go over well. No. Uh, let's take some questions, Steve. Uh, oh, first, Sam Stewart. Thank you. Tom talks rubbish. More going in raw view. Uh, we're waiting to see how that fits into the puzzle of what we got coming up here. Yeah, I, I, I think it's reasonable to think we could do it on a monthly basis, but we'll see. We'll see. Again, it's the kind of thing that like people aren't necessarily clamoring for. Yeah. And the stuff that we have planned, I think, will generate quite a bit of excitement. Yeah, that I think will... it might be a more demand. Yeah, right. But, you know, you never know. Yeah, anything's possible. Uh, Rich Harsty, I know we tell you this all the time, but thank you for all you do. Le- yesterday, I lost my mom to cancer, and your show is a welcome distraction. Sorry to hear that, Rich. Really, sorry, really sorry, so, man. You know, Rich, that that that's so sad. I'm so sorry. Um, also, I kept on meaning to do this, but Tim Spulak mm-hmm. also lost his mom mm-hmm. uh, this past week, and our hearts go out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all are just amazing members of the community, and that that's that's awful. We're so sorry to hear mm-hmm. that. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Greg Morris has a question. Uh, a conundrum go to prison for one year or go to prison with a rubik's cube and get out when you solve it oh rubik's cube yeah i could do that in less than a year i think i could do that in probably 24 hours yeah maybe like just uh, without sleeping i'm in prison i'm not gonna be sleeping yeah i'll just be sitting there doing the rubik's cube maybe the rubik's cube yeah yeah angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality it can be hard just to know where to start but now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, they're not that difficult. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever spent more than five minutes messing around with the Rubik's Cube. I don't know if I've ever solved one, but I'm sure I could. Yeah. I've been able to get like a couple, like Bama has one. She loves it. Yeah. She's never solved it because she's four, but like I picked it up. <laughs> I'll dick with it and I'll get like two sides, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Michael Forbes, is Seth Rollins better as part of a group such as Shield and Authority, seems weak and just doesn't work for me when he's by himself. He works no, nah, he works best when he's a badass with a chair. He doesn't work best when Becky Lynch is slapping him on the ass. Mm-hmm. That's probably when he doesn't work best mm-hmm. when he's got googly eyes and when he's trying to do a, a silly Brock Lesnar impression. It's off-putting when somebody puts somebody on a pedestal. You know, nobody wants that. Yeah. She's going to get tired of that. I know. That that relationship is not going to last. It's not going to go good, I'm telling you. Right. He seems way more into her than she is into him. But he seems like that. Also, it's, I'll say he seems like the type of person that that, that that can't keep his cards close to his vest to begin with. Yeah. He's very, like, that's especially this last week at the Brock Lesnar thing, he was like, man, he seems so nerdy. Yeah, I know. But I think that's just, not to say he's entirely nerdy i think he's just he's just he just wears his emotions on his sleeve more that's so that's off-putting people like mystery dude oh i agree especially from a come from a performer there needs to be some mystique mm-hmm. i agree yeah uh let's see here uh pb samurai what inventive title should aew have to keep up with the litany of titles in wwe and new japan should they just have like a normal mid-level title like an intercontinental championship or should there be something more inventive Like, for example, Gift of the Gods. It was kind of an inventive Money in the Bank slash championship. It'd be kind of cool if they can find a creative spin to like the X Division title. Yeah, I agree. Something that's based more on wrestling style as opposed opposed to weight division. Innovative wrestling. Yeah, I think I agree with that totally. Because, you know, if the focus so much is on the in-ring product. And uh, so many of the, the wrestlers in All Elite are very innovative. Sure, yeah. And do some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, something along those lines. I mean, that, that was one of the things, like, I didn't watch uh, TNA or Impact on a regular basis, but I did mm-hmm. always appreciate their X Division, the mm-hmm. X Division title, and what you could do with it. You yeah. Know, the plan option, plan B, the option B, option C. What was it? Don't remember. I don't know what it was called. Uh, Andrew A got my Hell in a Cell tickets. Are y'all going? He's from Elk Grove. Oh, cool. You should hook up with uh, Mr. Dope. You guys can be friends because he's also an Elk Grove. We decided not to go because uh, we'd lose money if we went, whereas if we stayed here and stream. Streaming pay-per-view is such a huge part of what we do now that we can't just not do it anymore pretty much. Yeah, but on top of that, if this was like a must-go-to event, we would probably... Yeah, if it were SummerSlam, we'd go. We would justify it, but I'll be honest with you, I've been... Uh, look, it's, I'll just say this. I've been underwhelmed the last couple of WWE shows I've been to, mm-hmm. and it didn't get me excited to go to Hell in a Cell. No. Um, so in that case, it's like, man, if I'm not super into it, why, why did you just raise your brow? What's that? Uh, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux is going to be doing a, a signing. Oh, that's cool. We were next to her when she was doing a signing at yeah, the first guest. Uh, let's see here. Uh, She's a free agent now, so I just want to know if that's... Uh... 
uh, indication of her wrestling future. Oh, is she going to be going to AEW? Yeah. Uh, Jen Lee Accepted's got a couple questions. Uh, Vega should manage more, for uh, i.e. AOP, Bianca, Belair, Aaron Davari. Of those names, I'd, AOP would be cool, but I, Bianca doesn't need a manager. No, Bianca definitely doesn't. I don't think Davari needs one either. I'm not opposed to her managing people. I'm not huge on any of those names that Mr. Jen Lee Accepted gave us, though. Give us somebody who you'd like to see. Who do you think uh, Zelina Vega would be strong? Hey, you know what would be cool? I know there's obviously some some, some obvious similarities, but uh, uh, Garza Jr. Oh, yeah. Angel cool. Garza. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, let's see here. Anthony Valentine. What fun wrestling in W. Steve W. stars? By the way, W. Steve W. finale coming up next week. Ooh. Details to be announced. Fun wrestling. Uh, we'll be returning the following week. Fun wrestling. WCW stars. You want to see come to life and join WWE or AEW? He says his pick, of course, is Fun Blumpkin. <laughs> Gosh. Um. Bill Armstrong. I can't. Yeah, the competition shouldn't be doing the Blumpkins. I don't think TNT is going to like Blumpkins doing the Blumpkin thing. Bill Armstrong. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Um. Is first of all, is he or is he not spaceman? Secondly, has he been infected by a Martian parasite? It seems pretty obvious that the answer is yes. Miriam, I want to see go. Ah, there you go. To WWE. Uh, generally accepted again. What star from each show would you have her? Oh, from have her manage. That's a continuation of the previous. Oh question. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so SmackDown is already Andrade on Raw. She should manage both Andrade and her husband. Alistair Blaine. Oh, there you go. No, Alistair does not need a No, he manager. doesn't. Um, Andrew A., first WWE event you went to, his was uh, Bash of the Peach 2009. Mine was a Raw in 1998, Davis, California, like a, two weeks after the Royal Rumble. I think mine was a WCW Nitro. But that was like a month later. I think that's the case, yeah. David De La Cruz. With the past two AEW pay-per-views, the main matches have been focused on the Bucks, Kenny, and Cody, and have been the longest matches of each pay-per-view. Do you think because everybody is excited for AEW, no one calls it out like they do with Triple H or Taker's matches? Well, it's usually There's the main event is the long, longest match on the card, uh, typically. The problem with Triple H or Taker's matches is that they're like old. Yeah, they're like, not exciting matches. It'd be like saying no, like nobody calls it out when like Seth has a long match. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, he's like their their main featured player. Yeah, he's active all the time. Yeah, you can put on exciting matches. The same with Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks. Yeah, if they were put on boring matches, then I think people would be calling. Like them they're out. the featured attraction. Yeah, it's called all elite wrestling. Yeah, where does the elite come from? They're the elite. they're the elite. They're the elite. They're the elite. Um, uh, Tom talks rubbish. I'm putting together a charity event. Can you help? I guess send us an email, Stephen Larson at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email. We'll see. Send us some details. Blake Elizondo, do you think AEW will run into management issues in the future? In the year 2000. I mean, all the guys seem to get along fine, so I don't, I don't see why. I mean, I guess anything's possible. I mean, anything's possible. But, I mean, if they, if they all share a vision of what their comp- they want their company to be, then... I'm going to say no. No management issues. No, they're going to get along swimmingly for the next 30 years. I, do, I honestly don't no know. No issues whatsoever. You can't tell. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I might yeah, be people are tomorrow. complex individuals. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ah, Aaron's again, I love these looking into the future questions. In the year 2000. Aaron Sandlin. In the year 2019. <laughs> will we see an HBK match this year? No. 
He doesn't seem interested in it. 2000. He doesn't seem interested at all. He seems like he regrets doing the uh, Crown Jewel show. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to come back. No, no, I don't think he is at all. Uh, Rory Morris, do you think 205 merging with NXT, if that happens, might see guys like Gargano, Roddy, etc., get pushed less in the main event because they fit that division, or will they use as a second mid-card title with bigger guys going for the North American title? I think it'll be its own division. I don't think you'll see a lot of crossover, but like where it applies. Well, I think you would have, you would. Yeah, I think you would have in the undercard, but not in the main event scene, no. Yeah. No, yeah. no that, that wouldn't be a concern for me. Although a couple of people have pointed out, and in fact, just I think yesterday, uh, ACH, uh, mm-hmm. Jordan Miles, uh, took on Drew Gulak oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Cruiserweight Championship. We were talking about that yesterday on the show. What do you think he's going to do? That's a very likely that is, scenario. That is a viable if scenario, If he comes yes. out of the finals, or if he wins, yeah. he could go yep. straight for the Cruiser title. Yep. And they might be teasing that right now. Yep. Tested it out in the house show circuit. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Anthony Tobias. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention this. Uh, thoughts on the three announced names for the Super J Cup. TJP. Yeah, that's cool. TJ Perkins. I think that's great. Yeah, he that's hasn't. Cool. He's been sort of a guy who's been gone from WWE. Yeah, he's done some stuff in MLW. Yeah, but he's been kind of under the radar. Like yeah, he hasn't yeah, 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 yeah. Signed up with any of the big names. No, he uh, he has a history wrestling with New Japan too. So mm-hmm, yeah, so he was one of the cool. guys who was suicidal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did wait? Did he show up in Impact? I feel like he might have. Did, I think he did. Any anyway, it's him. It's Yo and Show. Or just Yo. I don't know. And then uh, Jushin Liger's on the tour, too. He will be fighting, but not in, in the, the tournament. tournament. Right, yeah. Um, so that's cool. No, I think that's great. I, I would love to see what <clears throat> TJP can do. Uh, nonstop player going to New Japan in Pennsylvania. How is Tanahashi live? He's the ace. <sighs> He's the ace. Hopefully, Go ace. Hopefully he ends the show with a ripping uh, air guitar solo. He is as... As advertised. Charismatic. And godlike in person, as he appears to be on the TV. Do we give him high fives? I feel like we did. Sounds like something we might have done. I know we both got fist bumps from, from Naito. Naito, that was great. Naito! Uh, Ryan Haft. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. He says, can we ever get a going and raw Minecraft Let's Play? He says, it's popular again, and watching you guys play Skyblock, which I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that means. He says, would be hilarious. I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, the only game that I'm going to play these days is Red Dead 2, uh, WWE 2K19, or what else do I play? WCW versus NWO World Tour. GTA Online has a new... Uh, oh, the, they opened the casino finally. They opened the casino. I just want to do that to bet in the ponies. Uh, why don't we do that for the Friendoville channel? Because I had opened up online the other day and it automatically went into that. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this now. I want to do like casino? on a live stream thing. Yeah. Is it a, is, can you just free play or is, there, is, is the casino thing just like a story option? I have no idea, but I know there is a story option there. They no, advertise sure. it heavily. No, I just want to go and, and gamble. Well, I'm sure it's open. GTA it's all world. open world. I'm sure you can go and gamble on ponies. I want to go and gamble. I want to go play some roulette. I want to gamble on, uh, put some money on the ponies. I'm sure you can do all And after that. I lose all my money, I want to put sticky bombs everywhere. Well, let's play it for Friendoville. See, we have time next week. All right. Um, people here in chat, Nick Failer, Malvin Jackson confirmed uh, TJP is with Impact, yes. Oh, cool. Okay. But it's, so, but New, J- they're letting, New Japan still wants him in the Super J Cup? I thought that they hated Impact because of Jeff Jarrett. I think there is some. 
people within New Japan that might dislike Impact. Yeah, it's universal though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Diet Kyle, would you be okay with more multi-man slash women matches if it meant we actually got to see more superstars on TV? Or do you think creative can't handle that sort of thing? I would actually be okay with that if it meant we got to see more people on TV. I would to a degree, but I don't want it to become so commonplace that it, it, it kind of becomes the norm, you know? I would want, yeah, I know. And you, you want it to like matter. Like if they're going to be on TV, you want them, you want it to matter. Wow. I totally, I totally ignored Discord. So I'm going to go to Discord right now. Cool. Uh, got some confirmation that in GTA, the casino stuff, you can just gamble from Karsten. Says so played some blackjack. And then Jose F says the GTA casino got banned over 50 countries. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah, that's true. James Rodriguez points out that you can gamble in Red Dead 2. All right. You can play poker. I'm telling you, man, friend of will. Uh, Alex C is in Discord. He said, is the Friday stream going to be somehow even more chill than Thursday stream? It's so chill. I don't even know if you're in here today. Well, I just got here. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hafty, how would you repackage Rusev now that he's been off for so long he can use a gimmick refresh? Uh, just have him come out in his Speedo. He uses to mow his lawn. Lana's photographer because she's all over that Instagram in her skivvies. Mm. And so he can, people would love that. They tune in. It'd be like their own smoke show. Yeah. Like Lana comes out wearing not a lot. Yeah. And he's got like his, his he's camera. The photographer. Yeah. Okay, now bend over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's you know that's blood and guts TV right there. Uh, Mason, do you think we'll get a all elite UK show in under two years? How long do you think it'll take? They've spoken a couple times about uh, wanting to have shows in the United Kingdom, so I'd be shocked if they didn't have at least one within the next couple of years. That'd be great, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, let's see here, uh, Mike Fiend. Hope you guys go to the DC to DC for the show. I live in Baltimore, so I plan on going. It's gonna be a hot ticket. We'll Maybe we'll get that press. I'm, has Cody emailed us yet about our press pass? No. Bummer. I yeah. shot my shot. You did. What else do you want me to do? Uh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy Thomas, legit underboss. I checked out the new network. I like the superstar profiles, but there's no Cody or Enzo, but there is an Ellsworth. It's interesting. Oh, but apparently the profile picture for Dexter Loomis is awesome. Oh. I want to check that right now. Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris offers another conundrum. He says, you can have $10 million, but you can never leave Ohio. Never is a long time. I would say no. I can't just... You can't, like, you can't go on vacation anywhere other than Ohio? Never. Yeah, I'd say no to it's that, never. too. Never, never. Let's see here. Uh, WWE Network, Superstars. Uh, where is Dexter Loomis? Current... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. What's that? Let me see. He's got on like some overalls. He's got overalls, or that's or good. it could be like a, an apron. Oh yeah, yeah, he could be cooking. Anyways, let's see here. So we already have. Oh, Cody is there under Stardust. Interesting. That's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, Wayne Maker says AEW would struggle to get a venue to run here. He says. Uh, your call has a deal with Rev Pro and New Japan. I'm sure there are plenty of places in. What about the Royal Albert Hall? Uh, or the O2 is probably a, a WB thing. Uh, what about Wembley? Wembley Arena? I don't know. Yeah. Wembley. Know. They're going to run at Wembley. 
Alex C says, Craven Cottage for their version of SummerSlam would be quality. There you go. Um, Mason says, I'm really worried. Mason is blind. He says, I'm really worried the new update will make it really hard for me to use the WWE Network right now. It's really accessible, and I'm worried it won't be. Well, hopefully it will be. Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully they'll they'll figure that out. Anyways, there's already a bonus episode up now. Oh, now, it's wow. It's Ask Stephen Larson. It went up this morning live. Super cool. You're looking at Southwest flights to uh, D.C.? Yeah, I'm just checking it out. All right, cool. Right on. Anyways, I uh, want to say thanks to everybody. We appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Yes. Uh, we have uh, a count out, which we've yet to figure out. Yeah, we got to decide on that as soon as we're done with this. Don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, on Sunday, of course, we've got Matt Chat. Thanks to everybody for hanging out. We appreciate it. Yes. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.